There is a crisp chill in the air and a crunching sound of snow under boots as the students file into their elementary school for another day of learning. Laughter rings through the hallways as coats and hats are slung onto hooks with no concern of neatness or order. Christmas is 11 days away and the excitement of the upcoming holiday and school vacation is evident on every student's face. The red and green holiday decorations and twinkling lights make focusing on lessons difficult as the anticipation of presents and fun are in the minds of all in attendance. Tired teachers are finishing up their morning cup of hot coffee as the sound of the morning bell directs the students into their respective classrooms. Morning routines of the Pledge of Allegiance, lunch count, and bell work begin for the 456 students in the K-4 building. It is 9.35 in the morning on December 14, 2012, and from here on, the community of Newtown, Connecticut will never be the same. The sound of shattering glass and gunshots over the school intercom draws the attention of Don Hotsprung, principal of Sandy Hook Elementary. Wondering what the abrupt noise is, Ms. Hotsprung leaves her faculty meeting and steps out into the vacant hallway. School psychologist Mary Sirlach and lead teacher Natalie Hammond are nearby her side. It is in this moment that they encounter Adam Lanza, his eyes hidden by sunglasses. An olive green utility vest stuffed with ammunition is worn over his black attire and yellow earplugs are placed in each ear. Before aiming his Bushmaster semi-automatic rifle in their direction, the educators manage to cry out in horror, Shooter! Stay put! Upon the commotion of the warning and noises blaring over the intercom, the janitor charges through the hallways pleading for everyone to take shelter. Terrified teachers and fearful students scurry into hiding spots under desks, closets, and classroom bathrooms as Lanza makes his way through the corridors. As these four minutes that this horrifying event take place, six faculty members and 20 first graders from two classrooms lose their lives. Local police officers arrive at 9.40 and hear the fatal shotgun sound as Lanza takes his own life. In an attempt to make sense of this horrendous event, law enforcement go to the home of Lanza and on their arrival find the body of his mother, Nancy Lanza, in bed with four fatal gunshot wounds to her head. A battered spiral notebook of possession of Lanza's is discovered and in the content contain rankings of mass shootings. The locations of the shootings, the number of fatalities, and the weapons used are among the information provided. Also present in the home are additional legally purchased firearms and ammunition, all belonging to Nancy Lanza, who would often take her son with her to the shooting range. Nowhere in the discoveries is any evidence that provides a motive as to why Sandy Hook is the chosen target for this mass destruction. A highly disturbed 20-year-old diagnosed with Asperger's, OCD, depression, anxiety, and schizophrenia were not enough to lead doctors to believe Lanza is capable of doing such a heinous act of violence. President Barack Obama, grief-stricken by this tragic event, works diligently to tighten gun control in the United States. Thinking the killing of children and teachers could be a turning point in this fight, disappointment follows two months later when the assault weapons ban of 2013 and the Manchin-Toomey Amendment failed to pass the Senate. These pieces of legislation would require universal background checks for firearm sales. Despite the failure to pass new legislation at the national level, there is success at the state level. Since Sandy Hook, 210 laws are enacted to strengthen gun safety in various states. 
it is the hope that these acts of referendum will prevent future incidents like Sandy Hook, which is known as one of the deadliest mass shootings in U.S. history. As Christmas Day approaches, a melancholy sound fills the homes of Newtown in place of holiday carols. Family and friends of the deceased loved ones experience nightmares instead of visions of sugar plums dancing in their heads. No last-minute shopping trips will take place as funeral services are attended by a grieving community wondering how they will be able to move on. The family of a first-grade soul survivor whose life is spared by playing dead weep Christmas morning wondering how their daughter got to come home, but her classmates did not. Meanwhile, all across the country, parents hold their children a little tighter.